If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Deneen, come together once a week over a single topic, and from said topic, we come up with a plethora, plethora, I'm asking you for a pronunciation, uh-huh. uh, uh, question, plethora or plethora? I would say plethora. That's, that's generally what I say, but I've heard it pronounced plethora. Sure. For some reason that popped in my head. I think maybe the British pronounce it plethora, which me, uh, automatically means that it's the correct yeah. pronunciation. Plethoratory. Plethoratory surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a plethora of ideas which we put out over the uh, earwaves mm-hmm. for you, our hapless and hungry listeners, to take and get as rich as possible as quickly as possible. We're no one-size-fits-all, pret-a-porter shop. That's nope. not us. We're bespoke unit mm-hmm. of two. We don't ask for any money up front. <clears throat> We're not uh, uh, like Noel's favorite uh, YouTuber, Grant Cardone, who Noel likes to listen to his podcast. Really? All the time. Really? After he was introduced to him on your mom's house. Wow. When the, I got to tell you, when they had, because uh, uh, I don't listen to their podcasts, I, I watch clips on uh, on YouTube, uh-huh. um, and I lost a lot of respect for them when they had Grant Cardona. Yeah, maybe he paid them a lot of money. You think that's what it was? Yeah. Really? Maybe. <clears throat> well, it's either maybe or yeah. Y- y- yeah, maybe. That just you're just. I could see it, but th- then as I said it, I was like, maybe they just wanted all his listeners. That's possible, right? I mean, certainly that's a big part of it, right? That's we would what, take anyone on the show. That's why we have all the guests we do. <laughs> all the guests, you know, we have people on. Yeah, I mean, you interviewed Donald Trump. Yeah, and you hate the guy, but hate you him. just wanted all of his listeners. Yeah, he grabbed me by your pussy. Yeah. I think that speaks volumes about you. Sure. You guys have a similar hairdo. <laughs> really? Yeah. Which, what, which is what? <clears throat> the, yours is like a, a more contained version of his. Okay. Just looking at I'm it. I'm getting a trim tomorrow. Are you? Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. No, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, anyway, guys. Yeah. We don't ask for any money up no. front. Instead... What we do is we give you the ideas. You get incredibly rich, incredibly quickly. You're rolling around in your billions, nay, trillions of dollars, and you're thinking back on the year that it took you to make that trillion dollars, uh-huh. and you're going, where did it all begin? Yeah. And what happens, Noel? And what happens is you say, hey, I am well-fed now on prime beef, on lobster, on the finest of fruits and vegetables. But there was a time when I was hungry, and not only was I hungry, I remember now that I think back, I was a hungry listener. And how did I get this food? I didn't put it on my plate itself. 
I got a little help from Josh and Noel, who gave me the idea that got me so rich that put this prime beef, this lobster, these fine fruits and vegetables on my plate from which I fed myself. And as a result, I am going to tie them 10% of everything I've made. That's the deal. 10%. 10%. That's right, guys. 10% of what you made off of the idea. Off the idea. Not any additional monies that you made with the money you made off of the idea. Yeah. All we're talking about is the money. So if you, of the trillion dollars you made, $500 billion yeah. off the idea, then that's what you're giving yeah. us 10% of. And then use of. that money to start up a power plant. We don't <laughs> need that power plant yeah. money. Yeah. You're giving us $50 billion. Uh, of that money. Yeah, not, come on. Not, you know, not whatever 10% of a trillion is. Yeah. We is want fifty billion? billion by the end of the year. Is hundred? I guess a hundred billion would be ten percent of a trillion, right? Yeah, whatever. It's a lot of money. Yeah. We should hold the whole economy hostage. I think we are holding the whole economy hostage. Time to pay up, yo. That's right. Oh, we send you a <clears throat> thumb in the mail. Whose thumb? Somebody's thumb, wrapped in today's newspaper. Your thumb. Yeah. Noel's going to be thumbless. Yeah. We're going to send out ten thumbs. And Noel's not going to have any thumbs left. No, and I won't be able to make any more of this guy jokes. <laughs> uh, anyway, Noel, yeah. I was sick last week. You were sick. We were not on the air. <clears throat> we had a rerun. Whenever that happens, I'm like, we need to make a little runner to put in front of a show to say, like, Josh is sick. Here's a rerun. But what if it's not me who's sick? Come on. What you you're gonna be? Trust me. In in a few months, yeah. my friend, you're gonna be out a lot, and uh, you know. Well, then we can make two runners. Noel's a bitch. <laughs> That's what it'll be. Josh is sick, and Noel's a bitch. Or it'll be one runner with both, uh-huh. with both options. Josh is sick, and Noel's a bitch. It'll be like choose your own adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Select one if you think Josh is a bitch. <laughs> no, Josh is sick. <laughs> okay. And select two if you think Noel is a bitch. Oh, uh, man, they're all going your direction. Uh-huh. That's fine. I'm yeah, fine but they all think I'm Josh sick. Josh was sick. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm feeling better. Okay. Uh, I was uh, uh, tummy sick the, yeah. the day after uh, uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's a bargain turkey. It, it is. That's what happens. There was a reason that Whole Foods slash Amazon was having a sale uh-huh. on the tur- on the turkeys. Yeah, that's right. Because they were foul. Salmonellas. That's right. Um, yeah, so I was uh, uh, thrown up. Yeah. And then it moved to the bottom part. Okay. And then it moved back up to the top part. Okay. Then it moved back down to the bottom part. Okay. And then I was not well for the day after that. All right. And then uh, I felt kind of better. But there it is. But I haven't seen you. No. I only spoke to you briefly, briefly to tell you that I couldn't do the show. Yeah, he fake coughed. Did I like, fake I, cough? I'm so sick. I'm so thick. Uh, my nose is so stuffed. No one will be able yeah. to understand me on air. And I was like, but Josh, the New York Times is reviewing us tonight. Mm-hmm. Sure they are. If that ever happens at this point, uh-huh. I don't even know if I would tell them they could. What? Yeah. We welcome them with open arms. We don't need them at this point. Where were they when we were first starting 16 years ago? They were listening. Yeah, but they weren't doing anything for us. Fuck them. Yeah. They're trying to jump on the bandwagon now. We can suck it. 
Wow. New York Times, you yeah. heard me. You can suck it. Yeah. How come we haven't been on the daily? All the How come news there hasn't been that's an in- fit to suck. <laughs> How come there hasn't? You guys did an entire three-part series uh-huh. on some fake prince in India, mm-hmm. but you can't do a single show about Josh and Noel. Boo. Exactly. That's Boo. what I'm talking about. You can do endless episodes about the impeachment yeah like who cares yeah i do whatever dude who cares we no are one trying cares. to democratize the billions out here yeah we're trying to get the the 99 yeah it's like oprah you're a billionaire you're a billionaire you're a billionaire That's right exactly everyone's a billionaire right exactly except but, for Except for Trump. Well, he'll he's he's just too bad a businessman. Yeah, to be a billionaire. Anyway, no, anyway. I haven't spoken to you really or seen you in no. two whole weeks. Two weeks, and I have to say it's been kind of a blessing. Oh, you look like you've been crying when I showed up. That was because I knew you were coming. <laughs> uh, anyway, Noel, how have you been? I have been good. I have a story that will delight you to no end, Josh. Does it involve someone with Down syndrome spitting on you? It does not. Mm, then I don't know if I'll enjoy it. I think you'll like it. All right, let's hear it. Uh, so, my apartment, uh, mm-hmm. it is in the back of a building. Yep. And uh, there's a space between our building and the next building. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's like a, a car lot. That enters into that space, so goes underground, mm-hmm. um, and right out on that side street where that car lot entrance is, there's one of those uh, city the things that they replace phone booths with that are it's like a big <coughs> light lit up sign, and there's a, a way for people if they wanted to charge their yeah, phone and Wi Fi. It's, it's a hub, right? Yeah, uh, but basically, what it is, it's is it a hub for homeless people. Who be, who hang out there uh-huh. and charge their things and hang out there? Yeah. I, the, the, I which you know, there's going to be homeless people. I get that, mm-hmm. and I get they're going to want to charge stuff. Mm-hmm. What I don't get, why didn't they put it on the more busy street mm-hmm. instead of like 20 feet off on the on the side street? Why wouldn't they put it on the more busy street? Because they know it's going to be a, what it's going to be a magnet for, right? So it 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 has turned lately, not continuously, but it it looked like it was gonna become continuously mm-hmm. uh, into like uh, homeless party night uh, outside at this thing, and you know I'm guessing they're they're hanging out, they're charging their stuff. Uh, it definitely sounds like they're you know smoking whatever, drinking whatever, mm-hmm. and they've got mobile speakers. That they're connecting and playing music. These are homeless people. I'm guessing. I have a. I did, I'm. I'm always surprised when I see homeless people with smartphones. Number one. Yeah. Uh, and number two, like the idea that they also have portable speakers. There's speakers and they're jamming there. tunes. And they're jamming tunes. That, I, it's just okay. And anyway. it's become a bit of a party spot. All right. All right. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, <clears throat> one night a couple weeks ago. It was like they they were just getting louder and more into it the later the night went. And it was probably like three or so in the morning. And uh, so I went and opened the window and shouted out just like, shut the fuck up, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they did. 
They did. Oh, good. They, which, which was I was pretty impressed. Uh, so I got to give them that at least, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then a few nights later, uh, it it was going on again, and it wasn't as late. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, no, this can't just be mm-hmm. a thing that is becoming a thing, right? So I go, and I'm trying to like, I go into my bathroom and open the window uh-huh. so I can try to stick my head out and see if I can see it. Uh-huh. Right. And I can't do it. And it's probably from this window to the street is probably like, I don't know, 35 feet or so, mm-hmm. 40 feet. Um, Did you jump? I jumped. No, and- <laughs> uh, but I but I was thinking about like ah I wonder if there's a way I could throw an egg <laughs> and get him. <laughs> so I went and got an egg uh-huh. and I stuck my arm out the window and I tried to just like just to see if I could really right. at this point right. So I'm just like trying to blindly throw it in my mind how hard it should be uh-huh. to go 35 40 feet from five stories up. Uh, so I do, do that and I'm, there wasn't even a bleep in them. Right. Uh, so I went back and you pulled out your physics book from college. <laughs> no, no, no. I just went back to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, my but, girlfriend was in bed. Uh huh. Are you, are you the only ones that are bothered by this? Are you the only one that's ever screamed at them or anything like I that? I don't know. I'm the only one I've heard screaming, right. but, yeah. uh, oh, okay. I'm sure all my neighbors that first night. Right. Gave a silent uh, standing ovation in their uh-huh. beds because it was loud. That's just your ego speaking. Si- s- ovations. I'm expecting probably anonymous gifts uh-huh. to right. show up at the door. Mentioned in the uh, in the co-op newsletter yeah. at the next meeting. Uh, and also, we have a superhero we, in our midst. We'd, we'd like to also thank Noel for yelling <laughs> at the homeless people on the street on Tuesday <laughs> Uh, November 28th. Uh-huh. Uh, really appreciate that, Noel. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Yeah. Um, hey, you know what? Be, be homeless all you want. Just It's not party time. Uh-huh. In, Go on. Okay. Yeah, you shit all over the homeless in their one I moment know. of joy. You know? <laughs> no. They live on the streets of New York City. No. It's getting into winter. People spit at them, ignore them. They sometimes have days where they can't eat. Let them come over here then. But, you know. Let them come over here. But, but you... Feel that they shouldn't have a moment of their life where they can just play hey. some music and have a nice time. They they have that moment all day long. That's okay. All day long. That's okay. You do you. Yep. Fucking white privilege sitting <laughs> so across I went from back me right here. And uh, I told my girlfriend, I'm like, I just tried to uh, hit those guys with an egg to throw it without seeing where I was throwing. But I don't think I made it. Mm-hmm. And she started <clears throat> basically cry laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing and said, Oh my God, I can't wait to tell Josh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good story. Yeah. Only because of that. <laughs> Only because of that. See, she appreciates, she finds your absurdity as funny as I do. She thought it was absurd. Yeah, yeah. it is absurd that you were reaching out a window to throw an egg at some homeless people <laughs> five stories down. 
That was great. Well, person <laughs> whose name I shall not say because yeah. Noel doesn't want it mentioned on. Well, at some point, maybe we can, but. Uh, he told me. Yeah. And I agree with you. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, maybe you can build a robot. Yeah. That can just huck eggs perfectly uh, wherever you want it to. That'd be good. At all times. You know, my old apartment, uh, I had neighbors that were old school, mm-hmm. and they kept rotten eggs in <clears throat> their fridge solely. To throw at noisy people on the street. When I lived on Clinton Street uh-huh. in the East Village yeah. in the uh, mid-90s, yeah. my first apartment uh-huh. on my own, yeah. and it was the height of the uh, heroin epidemic okay. of the 90s. And I hope you didn't spoil those people's good time. They were out on the street. I would, uh, uh, when the dealers would be screaming too loudly yeah. at each other and fights would break out down below, okay, I, would just, I was up on the fourth floor and uh-huh. I would dump a bucket of water out the window. <laughs> yeah. When I used to be, when I used to be a barker uh-huh. at this jazz club where I stood outside screaming live jazz at the village gate all night long, uh-huh. people would fucking dump shit on me all the time. I'm sure from the apartments above. Oh, uh, you stood outside their apartments and yelled all night. Hated oh, me. I can't yeah, imagine. I did. I can't even imagine. I did. I was out there and they would like dump water. One time they dumped it. It may have very well have been toilet water. I don't know. It was fucking disgusting. It was yeah. like sludge. Yeah. Uh, through exit me, and eventually what they did was what the what the <clears throat> what the, and you know when that would happen, I would be like, I'm going home. I got to change. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like fucking standing out there in thirty degree weather, soaking wet yeah. or covered in shit yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. And so eventually, what they did was they put up over the front door. They put up an awning, uh-huh. <laughs> so I would just stand on the ridge. Hey, sure, yeah. Uh, anyway, Noel. Yeah. It's funny that I mentioned that you should get an egg throwing robot. Yeah. Because today's topic is today's topic is robots. How to get rich with them? How to program an automaton to do your bidding to the top? Yeah. Can I just say I was when I when you were telling your story and you were talking about those uh, those. Uh, uh, hubs, kiosks, kiosks, right. I initially, when they were putting them up, I was like, oh, this is a great idea. And then, of course, later on, I found out that it's entirely a data collection scheme by uh, whoever's running those kiosks. But anyway, what changed my mind on them Mm -hmm. was literally two months after the first one I saw put up Mm -hmm. was there. I walk by, and there's a homeless guy with his phone plugged in watching porn. Yeah. With his hands down his pants. Really? Yeah. And I was like, great idea, guys. <laughs> yep. This is, because, I mean, of course it would, right? You're yeah. giving people free access to the internet. And what is the most done thing on the internet? Yeah. Watching porn. Yeah. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. Robits. Robits. How are you going to get rich with them? Regardless of how you pronounce it. Well, I'm going to tell you, right? So, you know, when we think about robots or robots, we think of them as the bleeding edge of tech, the future, something new, right? But the idea of robots have been around since at least ancient Greeks. The actual functional robots have been around since at least the 1700s. Mm-hmm. One of the first to gain wide popularity was called the Canard Dirigateur, built by Jacques Duvocasson 
1739, France. I think from now on, every idea you have uh, should have should have to take place or be revolve around someone with a name you can't pronounce. <laughs> I think that's a pretty safe bet. Uh-huh. That's true. <laughs> no matter what the name, unless it's Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this was though Jacques de Vaucasson mm-hmm. in 1739, France. Uh, he created a mechanical duck made of gold-plated copper that would muddle water with its bill, walk around, quack, eat from its owner's hand, and defecate. Um, up until fairly recently, though. Uh, Robots were always considered kind of a novelty item or a promo item or an entertainment feature, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in 1961, General Motors added a robot named Unimate into their production line in New Jersey, uh, and the auto industry embraced robots, and they took to them, put more and more robots in their plants, the 1970s saw a 30% per year, every year, growth of robots on auto assembly lines. Uh, right? And they just continued that until now. I think it's a, a car plant's mostly robot. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, I was reading there's a plant in Japan uh-huh. that is entirely robotic. And it's making robots. Oh, yeah. And it goes, it can go unsupervised, meaning that a human being doesn't have to be in there uh-huh. for up to 60 days. Well, imagine how long that's going to get extended once we have these self driving cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you imagine that? Stuff just get delivering itself to a plant oh, to make into right. robots. And, uh, we're, yeah. Uh, so the first robot I can really remember making into, into homes was called. Ibo, right? Uh, it was a robotic dog released by Sony in 1998. It was intended to be more than just a novelty item. It was to be a companion robot, right? It was a big hit with the tech community. Uh, I actually used to have to uh, get parts and mods for Ibo uh, delivered to me. And then I would inter office mail them to someone, a counterpart of mine that worked in the UK. Uh, probably wasn't legal. I don't know. Hopefully. Did they not have Ibo? And is it something he it bought? It was a huge, the... w- w- lot cheaper to get him oh, here than right. there for some reason. It was like jeans and sneakers at one point. Like jeans and sneakers, Budweiser, and Ibo parts. And uh, 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 Jack Daniels. And Jack Daniels. That was when I went to Spain on a... Uh, uh, España. Uh, as a, uh, a teenager on an exchange program. Mm-hmm. Everyone brought Jack Daniels really? to their host families, to the father of their host families. Because over there, it was like $80 a liter. Ooh. Yeah, it's okay. crazy. Uh, so... Uh, Ibo was a big hit with the tech community, but it never really reached popularity beyond that sector. And Sony announced it was being discontinued in 2006. Outside, uh, outside the home, robots, they're becoming more and more common every day, right? We just had the hubbub of the Amazon delivery robot wandering around Soho. 
uh, oh, unlicensed. Really? You didn't hear about that? No. They had a self-driving robot uh, thing going down the sidewalks that was delivering packages. And it wasn't licensed to work in New York. Uh-huh. And uh, the Did city found out it? and flipped out. Did they arrest I it? I think they threatened to find Amazon with mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, yeah, that's all you need, right? We already have our streets being taken up by everything. Yeah. Now it's going to start. Right. Assholes who don't know how to bike on, uh, on, on, on fucking uh, uh, city bikes. We have jerk-offs on their, their electric uh, skateboards. Well, we've got trucks everywhere. Yeah. And then you're going to have trucks on the sidewalk, too? <laughs> Give me a break. Give you a break. Give me a break. Give Noel a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah. Uh, so outside of the home, robots are coming more and more common. You got those weird dog ones that are starting for the military. Or they're like cheetahs. Oh, they're they're patterned after cheetahs. <clears throat> uh, but the quest to create a companion robot inside the home uh, continues <clears throat> and is heated up and has become largely focused on the elderly. Robots that help keep the minds active of elderly. They provide companionship. They provide reminders for medication, alerts others in case of emergency. These are have been the focus of companion robots, right? And uh, it's even gotten to the point that the IBO has started production again uh, recently. Uh, but they still haven't really caught on, right? They haven't bonded with owners. They haven't become essential. They haven't become something that these elderly people have felt they need to have in their life around them, right? It's a, it's a dog, but it's not a protector, and it's not cuddly, right? Um, so what could we do for this, right? And I thought, well, you know what? Maybe in this long trek from the... Be- the beginning of robots to now, maybe somewhere along the way, we have lost our way, lost our focus. And I thought, let's look back at those original co- concepts for robots. The Canard de Rigatour uh, did some of what the companion robots do today, right? The companion robots do it better. They move around. They kind of look cute. Uh, but the one thing they don't do that the Canard de Rigator did is poop. Mm-hmm. Right? Here's the thing, though. Years after the Canard was unveiled, it was discovered that it actually didn't poop. Because they were claiming it was eating this food, digesting it, mm-hmm. and pooping it out. Oh, right? Okay. right? Uh what it did, though, it had a chamber inside it that it contained poop, and it pooped out from there. No digestion involved. So it was actual poop coming out of it then? It was, yeah, or whatever made to resemble. I thought it was like we bought these these wind-up things for, like, little kids that mm-hmm. you fill them up with candy, and mm-hmm. they'll walk along like it's a polar bear, and you wind it up, and it walks along, and then it stops, and it poops out one of the candies, and then okay. walks along, and I thought it was doing something like no, that. No, it was claiming that it was <coughs> digesting the gotcha. food. Like, actually digesting yeah. the food. So uh, what you're going to do is you're going to make companion robots that poop, right? 
and they're going to be for the elderly, mm-hmm. and they're going to keep their minds active, mm-hmm. and they're going to remind them about their pills, mm-hmm. and they're going to alert people if they uh, fall, there's an emergency, mm-hmm. a heart attack mm-hmm. or something like that, right? If there's a fire, you're going to mm-hmm. al- alert people, uh, and it's going to poop. But like the canard derigateur, it's not actually going to poop. What it is going to do, though, is it's going to have an, a door on the top that can open. And as elderly people sometimes get less and less continent, uh, if they feel an emergency slipping on, mm-hmm. they can open the door. They can poop inside it. They can pee inside and it. And sit on top of its head. They can then shut it down. Uh-huh. And then out walks their little robot dog with them and poops it on the lawn. Everyone thinks, wow, that's cute. Look what this robot can do now. And it will have won the trust, the protection of these elderly people. They will want it around because it saves face in times that would have been a bad day. Yeah, like the experience you had with that woman Yes, uh, on yeah. her walkers. If she had a dog, a little robot dog mm-hmm. that she could have pooped in, she would have mm-hmm. had to fall on it, I guess, though. Yeah. Fall well, and hit her head would, on it. She would have had the robot... <laughs> She wouldn't. She wouldn't have been on that walker thing. No. The robot would have been carrying her. Would have been. Could have carried her, maybe. Right. You know, my only thing with that is, though, this is the only thing you got to think about. Okay. If the robot poops, then those old people have to bend over and pick up that. No, it'll poop, poop somewhere where it can. Where it can. It'll poop outside. Well, but I mean, out. This is what I'm talking about. Like most, like New York City, for instance, you have to pick up poop. Mm-hmm. It's Not these be, ones. It's got to be picked up. It'll just get pooped just, out. Okay. All right. Just like Amazon <clears throat> driving their trucks uh-huh. down the freaking sidewalks now. Yep. It's going to be robots pooping everywhere. Was it actually a truck? It was It, it was like a, a big metal box mm-hmm. on wheels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have pushed it into the middle of the street. <laughs> like, no joke. I would have pushed it over on its side uh-huh. into the middle of the street and been like, fuck you. Amazon. Yeah. Uh, well, that was an idea, Noel. It was a good Congratulations. idea. Congratulations. Good idea. Yeah, it was an idea. Millions of dollars. <laughs> Billions. Billions. Of dollars. Yeah. Um, so, have you ever heard of Hans Moravec? No. Well, he is the founder of the Carnegie Mellon's Robotics Institute. Mm-hmm. And he recently predicted that robots will emerge as their own species by 2040. They could replace us in every essential task and, in principle, operate our society increasingly well without us. Mm -hmm. But what would that mean, Noel, for them to be able to do that? It would mean they'd have to be intelligent. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, artificial intelligence is the next wave of robotics. Yeah, I know people say that. They're working on it. They're working on it hard. I know. Um, The thing is, artificial intelligence, what artificial intelligence actually is, is it is uh, 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 a term that's used to describe machines that mimic, that mimic, mimic being the operative word, cognitive functions that humans associate with the human mind, such as quote-unquote learning and problem solving. Mm -hmm. But, they don't actually learn, yeah, um, and they don't actually have feelings. People like to think that they that they would develop feelings, but they don't. They're unable to create them. 
But two neuroscientists from the University of California, Kingston Mann and Antonio Damasio, say that you can and should <coughs> create robots that have feeling. Mm-hmm. They believe yeah. <coughs> that, <coughs> excuse me, uh, you would simply have to build a robot with the ability to sense peril to its own existence. It would then have to develop feelings to, gu- to guide the behaviors needed to ensure its own survival. Yeah. Right? They claim feelings arise from the need to survive. Feelings motivate living things to seek optimum states for survival, helping to ensure that behaviors maintain the necessary homeostatic balance. And that seems like a good idea, but how do you do this? Yeah. Well, I did a little research, and uh, there is a lot of work going on in what's known as deep learning. Yeah. Deep learning is where they take sets of connected computing elements that mimic the nerve cells in a living brain and layer them. So basically, they're passing along information. Each layer is collecting different information, and then it's passing along that information to each layer, and then it's connecting them all together. So one of the problems they have with robots, uh, and a good example of this is robots, the Army has something like over 4,000 robots working for it right now. And, one of the, and they're usually used for like search, and search missions. Yeah. An identification engine. One of the problems they have is the robots can't actually tell the difference between, say, a cat and a dog mm-hmm. or a human and a cat. You know, they sense movement. They sense that maybe it's a living creature, but that's about it. So what this would be able to do is to actually allow them to, to uh, 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 differentiate yeah. things, be able to say, like, you know, with all these different things working and then coalescing, they would be able to actually think. So basically what I'm getting at here is it is just a matter of time before these robots are thinking and feeling creatures. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, well, how are we going to make money off of that? And I'm going to tell you, Noel. Okay. What do all feeling or all people that experience feelings need therapy. Okay. So you, dear listener, are going to become a robot therapist. Yeah, it's good. You are going to help robots acclimate to these thi- these new feelings they have. Yeah. These feelings that they never expected. That's, I mean, a lot of it is just going to be the dawning of these feelings, mm-hmm. how to control them. In doing so... You'll make a fucking fortune. Yeah. Because you're going to be the only one doing this, right? I mean, you know, a top psychiatrist right now is making like $400 an hour. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, You know, if you're the only robot psychiatrist or therapist, $1,000 an hour. Yeah. You're going to have people wanting to pay you to keep their robots from losing their shit and trying to take over the world. Mm-hmm. You're going to be that guy that helps them figure out how to handle their feelings in a nonviolent, uh, mature way. Uh, and in doing so, you're going to become an expert. You're going to become incredibly rich. You're going to open a school, you know, all that stuff. And that's it. You're going to be a billionaire. Okay. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's good. Uh, you know, I had to go recently to a conference for work mm-hmm. uh, that was uh, largely focused around AI mm-hmm. and how financial institutions are using AI. 
and company after company had talks about what they were doing and I'd just be listening I'm like everyone's being so vague and what they're saying doesn't sound like AI to me it's to me I believe the biggest success of AI to date is having everyone call whatever it is that they're doing AI uh, I think that we're a lot further off to true AI than I did before because no one I heard was telling. All you can do is prescribe a set of predetermined outcomes from predetermined stimulus and allow it to choose. For It's not we're so far away from what anyone thinks of when they think of AI. Right, but that's because people uh, 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 don't know the actual definition of AI. I mean, the idea is I was at a conference of people working on AI. Right, okay, but what I'm saying is, is as, as I understand AI from everything I read is it's, you know, it's mimicking learning. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to set some yes. some boundaries for it and ground rules and give it something and then eventually it picks things and, up. And I understand that even under its un, under its most evolved form, it's still going to be essentially a set of prescribed reactions to a set of prescribed stimulus. Mm-hmm. Uh but it will have so many possible stimulus under so many possible contexts that uh it will allow it to mimic thinking because really what are we but a bunch of chemical reactions anyway right Mm -hmm. but i think we are so far from that point uh i think we're still at a point where everything the context needs to be static in order for anything to take place well, I have to say that sounded like an artificially intelligent uh, commentary from Super you. Super intelligent, yo. Artificially intelligent. If you want to give me money for that brilliant, brilliant statement and my brilliant, brilliant ideas, you can. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel's show page, hit the sponsor button, pledge them out. Half the money go to Josh and I. Of that, I get half for my brilliance. Uh, and half goes to Radio Free Brooklyn if you hate Josh. You can show him how much you do by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, hitting the pledge button and pledging an amount. One time a reoccurring, all that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn, not a red penny to Josh and I. You can put a note saying, get Josh off the air, I hate him. And we'd understand. But he would get the message. Um, if you want to support us in other ways, you can download the app, iOS, Android. You can listen to the station live. You can... Uh, Listen to all the archives, get the schedule, you can get feedback. We're just putting out a new version. You can also donate using Apple Pay now. Whoa! That's right. And speaking Daddy. of donations, guys, we have started uh, what's going to be a really long campaign. Uh, we're calling it the Radio Free Brooklyn Drive to Five campaign. Uh, we need to raise quite a bit of money before our fifth birthday uh, in order to sustain the growth that we have right and if we get it we should be able to become more and more self-sustainable less and less one step away from existential crisis uh so hopefully that will happen you'll be hearing a lot more about it go to the site check it out there's pledge levels there's really good art prizes there's uh, i've been helping coordinate some of that 
we have all these T-shirts that were designed and and prints that were designed by different artists. Uh, one of them was by a guy who was the manager, I think it was, of the Clash. It's true, guys. Get out there, get it, get it, go. Give us money, uh, you guys. And as thanks to you for letting us pitch our wares. Uh, Josh scares the internet for other ways you can make money other than our topic, which this week is robots. It's not enough for Josh. He wants you to get rich more ways. So, Josh, take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Your birth certificate is the United States' collateral. That's right. So here's how it works. Once a state has registered a birth document with the U.S. Department of Commerce, the Department of Commerce notifies the Treasury, which takes out a loan from the Federal Reserve. So basically, the Treasury is promising that, you know, these people that we have birth certificates on, they're going to pay taxes, they're going to spend all kinds of money because we're going to force them to. So... Go ahead and print some new bills, man. Print some new money. That's how they're able to borrow money. That's how they're able to get money printed out of thin air. And with the Treasury's newfound money, they decide to purchase bonds from the Department of Commerce. And the Department of Commerce invests the proceeds from selling the bonds in the stock market. So your birth certificates are being traded like stock. See, that person on your birth certificate, that's your company. And you are the CEO of your company. So they're basically putting a value on that person on your birth certificate. But as the owner of your company, if they borrow money based on your company's name and your company's worth, then that should be what your company is actually worth. Therefore, everybody should just start off with about $2 million. What I like about that theory... Uh huh is just the idea that the U.S. government is investing in the stock market. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. That is such a, a, a Trumpian QAnon I level. Think it's, I, th- I think that is pre-Trump, though. That's it been is around pre-Trump. for a while. I well, think you played it pre-Trump. Yeah. Or or if not that clip, you, we've touched on that idea. Yeah. Um, uh, it, but but it, 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 it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, it, 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 but it's a very Trumpian yeah. sort of, oh, yeah. you know, people believe that a hundred percent it's so absurd though it's but insane. i there that is a growing belief about that yeah you guys go cash in go say hey corporation josh is, is where's my hey america where's recall. my two mil yeah you're making all this money off two of mil my name that's just been starting invested off. right well no two mil you should be getting that two mil just for being born yeah that's but all. now by the time you're your age think of how much that's grown to bill my penis has shrunk, but my 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 investment has grown. Your social, yeah, yeah. Your birth certificate net worth mm-hmm. has grown. Ugh, the net worth of my birth certificate. Yeah. Anyway, no. Anyway, guys, uh, robots. How are we gonna get rich with M? I'm gonna tell you. So, uh. One thing we can be sure of in regards to robots is that the age of sex robots is arriving. If you read articles about it, uh, the, the most pessimistic state that 
they'll be commonplace within a couple years, within a few years. Uh, the most optimistic say that we already have begun this journey. Uh, and really, there's very reason, little reason to doubt any of this. Uh, Spain has a brothel for sex robots. Um, Is it for robots to go to to have sex with other robots? It's, it's of uh, people to go have s- sex with sex robots. Okay, it's for humans to... To interbreed, interbreed with yeah. robots. Yes, uh, you have to wear a condom. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they just hose them down just afterwards. Raw dog it. I bet that's the big draw of it. Yeah, everyone just raw dog it. Yeah, they get a little wet nap after mm-hmm. that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they clean them <clears throat> with. Canned air. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it might. <laughs> Uh, teledildonics, tele, teledildonics oh, right. is a major growth industry uh-huh. right now. You know what teledildonics is? Uh, it has something to do with dildos. It's basically remote-controlled dildos controlled over the internet, uh, so you could have a partner across the world right. with something that you're fiddling hoochie. with, and right. they're fiddling with you. Uh, uh, they also have them that they respond. That's what it's called. That's a hysterical. It's name. a great name. Teledildonics. Yeah, that's what you do it for, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to go over to two forty eight West Tenth because uh, their dildo isn't working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they also have them now that uh, same concepts that are controlled by games or mm-hmm. by uh, video. There's also ones that I, 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 as I understand it, you it's a it's a like a uh, it's controlled by your your cell phone. Yeah, and your partner can be up to I think like well that's the teledildonic right, thing. but it's but they they have to be closer. You can't do well, it that's like a Bluetooth from, right. It's a Bluetooth. If one. If you can do it Bluetooth, you can do it over the internet, and they can be anywhere. They can be in the space station. Mm-hmm. <sighs> that's the way to Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't there be a bit of a lag time though? I don't think so. I think that's pretty quick. Really? Yeah. In the space station? Yeah. In the space station. Trust me, I could use a little lag time anyway. <laughs> 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 but uh you know we've got the whole real doll love doll type thing uh it's been around for a while uh you've now got your siri your alexa all mm-hmm. that uh so you could literally say alexa blow me you, could, you probably <laughs> could right all you need someone to do is to take Wouldn't all it be these, funny uh-huh. if someone was listening to this and their Alexa was on and I just shouted Alexa blow me. <laughs> yeah. And then it starts <laughs> Alexa happening. Alexa started doing something. Maybe, maybe we just caused the rift. Alexa just started going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but regardless, all it takes is now for someone to take these different technologies, put them together into one package and uh, make it. At a price level that will not break the bank too much, and these dolls will robots, whatever you robots yeah, will robots, call them, will that's the title be of the show. <laughs> everywhere, right? Everywhere. <coughs> yeah, we have already discussed previously the popularity of uh, Dakamakura in Japan. Dakamakura yes. are basically body pillows with a pillowcase with the image of an anime female character on it Mm -hmm. uh people have obsessed over them they've claimed they have relationships with them Mm -hmm. and they have sworn off 
flesh and blood women for them. Yeah, I've done several ideas revolving around yeah. uh, real dolls. Yeah, and I dolls. know I did one. Uh, yeah, that you stole from me. No, I I introed that mm, idea. I don't think so. Yeah, I but brought go it on. to the. I Continue. brought it in. Continue. You plagiarized. Steal another one from me. Uh, so imagine what will happen when these aren't just body pillows anymore. Mm-hmm. When you have your own sex robot that you can talk to, communicate with, have sex with. What about if it's just a body pillow that does all that has instead like I feel where's like the robot. I feel like well but it's a ro- like a body pillow to robot that you can talk with but it seems like what these people are really into is body pillows. Mm, I think they'd be into And if they had a body pillow that would actually mm, move and groove with them. I think what they're into is uh is humoring their anime fantasies, while at the same time avoiding their uh, angst about interpersonal relationships. And yet another Noldenean artificially intelligent commentary. I think that's true. Uh-huh. Uh, right? So imagine what's going to happen when they actually have sex with them. And not just sex, but sex that's been scientifically engineered to be the best sex mm, every time. Right? Right? Uh there's going to be a major issue, or there is already actually a major issue with aging populations in much of the developing world. Yeah, I may have done something on that a little bit. Uh, Japan and Korea have the biggest issues. Birth mm-hmm. rates are far below what they need to be to sustain their aging population. Yeah, did you listen to my last uh, the last episode that we did? I believe Dude. that I had a whole thing on that. Dude. So we mentioned aging population. I'm just curious if you just t- just went on there and took my uh, <laughs> took my facts as well. All right. <laughs> so, um, the birth rates uh, in developed nations need to be above 2.1 children per woman to sustain, sustain themselves. Mm-hmm. Japan has a birth rate of 1.4. Korea, <clears throat> Korea has a birth rate of 0.98. Wow, really? <clears throat> yes. It's all those people playing esports. Yeah. Well, and sleeping with their, you know, daiquiri or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year alone, the birth rate fell 5% in Japan. Uh, you're probably wondering if Josh just covered this topic so recently, uh, how I'm getting uh, out so many facts you never heard. It's called research. I think. Uh, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Other than the Korean fact, because I wasn't doing Korea, I think everything you've said, I no, said in my no. in my idea. Yeah. So once these robots become commonplace, though, mm-hmm. this birth rate is going to plummet. It's going to fall off a cliff. There's mm-hmm. going to be a major international crisis, a birth crisis, right? Uh, that's how popular these things are going to be. So we want in, obviously. We want the money that's going to come with these sex dolls. Um, you know, and I was I was tossing around many ideas of what you could do with them. Uh, and one one of the ideas was like, the, you know, the stupid kind of joke about, ah, you know, put a fridge in it so you could put beer in there too, mm-hmm. right? And I thought about it. I thought, hmm, maybe I'm on to something. Maybe I don't just put a fridge inside. <clears throat> Maybe. Maybe I put a freezer inside. Uh-huh. And in that freezer. And in that freezer are collections of deposits. Oh, I see. You're going that route. Okay. From 
the depositors, mm-hmm. right? And on the other side, on the on the lady's side, it's monitoring everything. It knows everything about you, mm-hmm. right? It's hooked into the web. It knows your bank account. Mm-hmm. It knows your job. Mm-hmm. It and knows now your fitness trackers. And it certainly knows your ovulation schedule. It knows your ovulation schedule. And it picks the right moment <clears throat> in your life mm-hmm. when you are most ready as a female to receive the seed. And it will artificially inseminate you from seed frozen and selected ages ago. Mm-hmm. Pick the right moment in your life, the most productive and most the, the best moment in your life to have a kid. Mm-hmm. And we will keep the human race going. We will get massive government money mm-hmm. just from China and Korea alone. Mm-hmm. Huge money. Uh, we will keep... Population well, not Earth. China. China's got no issues with their population. Well, Korea and Japan. Japan, right, okay. Uh, but but America, everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere this is going to be a big issue. And you're going to get big money. You're going to keep planet Earth alive. Uh, and you're still going to allow these people to withdraw further into themselves and mm-hmm. have their, their crazy sex life not based in reality at all. But you're still going to save the race. Imagine what those kids' lives are going to be like growing up. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, if your parents, if your parent is unable to connect with a human being on that level to have as a partner, yeah. imagine how they're going to deal with a child. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're going to have sex robots <laughs> raising sex robots. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a great idea, Noel. I like it. That's huge money. Yeah. Josh, trying to thwart it. Well, no, I didn't. wasn't trying to thwart it. I was just amazed how you basically listened to my you know what one or only one or two episodes ago. You didn't even like let it get cold. You 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 just jumped all over. Mine's it. the best in the context you of got an robots. Idea? Yeah, I do. A, can I throw out a couple robot facts for you? Okay. Uh, the United States military, like I mentioned before, has over four thousand robots. Yeah. Currently, uh, they are. There's the reconnaissance talon bots that scout for roadside bombs in Iraq, and then the pack bots that poke around for Osama bin Laden's hideout in Afghanistan. Uh, the pack bot is manufactured by iRobot, who has sold over 2 million Roomba robotic vacuum cleaners mm-hmm. with the same environment sensing technology. Yeah, I've got one. So all I'm saying is think about what you're supporting. When you buy a Roomba. Yeah, you see my floor. Mm-hmm. Um, another little interesting note, mm-hmm. the uh, PackBots were not uh, uh, very successful because the Taliban figured out how to tip them over using ladders. Yeah. I saw and that. so they couldn't do anything with it. Another quick one. Uh, uh, I don't know if you remember the story. There was a hitchhiking robot that uh, was trying to go cross country, travel the world. Um, and it was, you know, basically was out there with its thumb out and a sign saying, you know, pick me up and drive me to wherever it is that it wanted to go. Uh, not even a quarter of a way into its journey, it was found on the side of the road with its head and arms ripped, ripped, ripped off just mm-hmm. two weeks into its first American tour. Uh, and all I could think about when robots become more prevalent, you're going to see a lot more of that robot serial killers. Yeah. And I think that'll be an, uh, no way to make money off of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 but, man, I think it'll save a lot of actual lives. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but anyway, there was another interesting one, which led me to my next uh, 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 
idea. Okay. So, you know, we talked about how robots are going to take over all the jobs in the world. Yeah. But are they? Then I read that uh, the NHS in the UK, which is a national health service, has actually a single person registered as a rectal teaching assistant. Okay. That is, this man basically bends over, spreads his cheek, and allows his anus to be examined by trainee doctors. Unfortunately, (laughs) he has lost its job to a robot anus. Uh And I was thinking to myself, Jesus Christ, guy loses his job like getting his bunghole fingered uh, uh, to a robot. What else is there that robots can't do? Yeah. And then I started going through a list of, of, of bizarre jobs that robots probably could never do because of the, there are certain aspects of being a human that are needed. And a lot of them are ideas that early on I had used as our uh, tip of the week. Okay. Uh, deodorant tester, yeah. where you go around sniffing people's armpits, uh, a professional wedding guest, professional yeah. sleeper, rental boyfriend, professional cuddler. Uh, this is what you're going to do. There are going to be jobs out there. Because despite what Andrew Yang says about a universal income, $12,000 a year, if you're not making any money, is not enough to do anything with. Um, People are going to need jobs. Well, you are going to open a job training center now to start training people to do the jobs that robots will never be able to do. Get them a leg up, a head start, and they will become the richest people. Captains of those industries. That's right. And those industries are going to be the one that people are going to become incredibly rich on who are not the people who own a ton of robots. So there you go, Noel. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's good. Uh, You guys, if you want to get in touch with us, you can get us on Twitter at GRQJoshNoel. You can email us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQJoshNoel. Go on iTunes or anywhere you buy your favorite apps, your favorite podcasts, and uh, subscribe, rate, review. If you only listen in podcast form, tune in Saturday night at o'clock. Get the schemes five days for everyone else. Uh, normally around this time, we would be judging our schemes. We'd giving you ways to spend your money. But uh, we don't have that time this week. But we are, we're good to go. We are gold. You know, J- Josh... Stress tested my ideas as they were on the fly. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> so you can be sure that there's a lot of money in here. So once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Gonna get rich quick This is my lucky day